mutations and more salutations. Welcome to another installment of your favorite show, The Dale Ryan Report. I am Ryan Humor and... Hey, man, it's the episode Club of the Man with Many Endeavors, your favorite podcast host, Mr. About Dale Time. Peace, love. What's going on, my guy? This is what's going on. Millennials are officially... Happy. Old. Old. And you know, you know how I know, Dale? How? Tell it's me how more. you know when you just how you know when your generation gets old. Your generation gets old when one of your conspiracy theories ends. Okay. It ends. Like for example, there was a time when the baby boomers and Gen Xers, I don't know who y'all are, but there's a time when Gen, baby boomers and baby boomers and Gen Xers, Dale, they believed that Elvis was still alive. They was like, Elvis is alive. We're going to find him. He's alive. He's alive. He's alive. I used to hear this when I was younger. And eventually, Dale, you know what happened? What? Uh, they came to the realization that he was dead. So you know what's happened with millennials, Dale? You we came happened? to the realization that our, one, of our, one, of our, like, one of our actual mysteries have been solved. One of our lifelong mysteries, one of our, one of our conspiracies of... Tupac being in Cuba, smoking a big cigar, living it up, still dropping music, but just drop, you know, all of those dreams, all of those dreams have now just been dismissed. Because in recent news, we found out that Las, Las Vegas PD was able to arrest a man who has been allegedly convicted for Killing Tupac back in 1996. But the crazy, you know what's crazy about this? You know, I mean, let me start this off. But you know what's crazy about this? What's up? Because he's been talking about this shit for years. Everybody knew. Uh, the guy name is Keefy D. If y'all want to try to look it up, his name is Keefy D. Um, I think, it, I can't remember his first name. Do you know, you have to know his first name. I know it's something like, it started with a D. Is it David? His name Duke? is, isn't his name Keith Dwayne? I know Davis? it's Keefy D. That's his, that's his like, Nickname. I think his name is Keith, though. His name's not Keith. It's not. It's, I, I remember thinking in my mind, like, why are they even, why are you even doing His that? name is Dwayne Davis. Dwayne Davis. Yeah, that's why I was like, yeah, they had nothing to do with Keith. And I was just like, his what? name, though, is Dwayne Keith Davis. Oh, it's Keith. No, I thought Keithy was, they look like they put it in parentheses. Well, no, his nickname is Keithy D, but his name is Dwayne Keith Davis. Oh, okay. Dwayne Keith Davis. Okay. Well, Keith. I don't think it's nicknames off their middle name. Shit's tricking me out. But anyway, Dwayne, that's what we'll call him. He's just been walking around. He he so his he's the uncle of Orlando. If anybody's ever like done the mystery and tried to figure out the Tupac death, um, you know that Orlando is the dude that Tupac jumped when he when he did it in uh when he beat him up in in the Las Vegas casino. So everybody always had like speculation that those Crips were the ones that were behind the murder. Crazy thing is, every time you see a documentary, they always get them guys that talk about it like they know for a fact that it was Orlando or that it has something to do with these particular set of Crips to kill them. But nobody, ever, they never arrest them. It feels like they never get interviewed. They never get none of this. Nobody's ever done time. But the dude, Dwayne Keithy, I feel like he's been telling the same story. So literally... This is why I said earlier in the earlier episode, well, done is criminal. You've been walking, you've been free for 27 years, and you've just been still trying to get that highlighter just talking about you just killing Tupac. And then finally to the point where the police been putting thinking about something like, 
and he's actually talking about shit that we only know about in the evidence room, and he's saying this shit, so only the killer would know that this shit happened. So, he literally told on himself, man. He he basically did with all these new rappers. That's what I mean by these old niggas want to be these new niggas. They all so, want to be the new niggas. So, Dale, what, for, for those of the people that's wondering, what Keefe D interview could they go find? Is it like Vlad? It's on Vlad or... I'm not for sure if it's on Vlad. I know these are like in documentaries. So anytime I've seen like a documentary that like talks about the death of Tupac or potentially like who could have did it, they always have somebody on there who kind of like talks about these. But he might have a no and we probably got a Vlad interview. I probably I never even thought about that. Does he have a Vlad? I know you watch Vlad a lot. I don't watch Vlad a lot anymore. I used to, but I had to stop. (laughs) I had I had to stop, bro, because it got it got really It got gross. Yeah. So, but what happened was when he would have, he'd have the stars on there that would talk about star things and talk about Hollywood stuff and their experiences with other stars and like kind of give you game like Michael Jai White or uh, Omar Gooding Jr. Like he'd have them on there and would talk about just life stuff and acting. Even Miguel, Miguel Nunez, Miguel Nunez, yeah. dude. The yeah, dude that talk about the dude played Juana Man. Yeah, yeah, him. Those interviews are cool, but when it's just, it's just like, oh, and even like the long form, like if you do it, like the juvenile interview, the long form thing like that. But when it's, when it's just a little boozy on there and just gangsters talking about shooting niggas and complaining about trans people, well, that shit is whack to me. It gets boring. Right. And and Vlad and Vlad is really good at Vlad's really good at talking to people that want to embarrass themselves. So it just it got gross to me. I don't watch it anymore. I had to stop. Uh, but every once in a while, I'll go, to, I'll go to it and just scroll. I'll scroll to it and scroll through and just see if there's anyone that I like to hear from. So I will scroll through and it's just Lil Rara, John John, Lil Momo, like bro, I don't little killer, see, little. I don't want to see that. Prosecuted just, killer. I don't. I don't want a Q-tip. The rapper, no nah, Q-tip, tip from the block. No, you just got a Q-tip talking. That's stupid <laughs> shit. Like I don't, I don't want to see nothing. It's a Q-tip talk. It's a dirty Q-tip too. So it's racist. Who wax is crazy? Yeah, stupid shit. So <laughs> this is this is where I'm at, yo. So when Tupac died, he is 25, right? Right. The dude, Tupac will be 51 right now. Mm-hmm. The dude that killed him is 60, so yeah. he's nine years older than him. Tupac's 25. Dude was 34. What are you doing? Yeah, you was already wilding. <laughs> what are you? What are you like? Is your your life is that whack? Like, what are you doing? You're 34. Like, I'm about to go get pop. Like, for real? Like, you're like, that's that's so. That's I don't know, bro. Like, it, and I'm, there's other things in this that should be more disrupting to me. But mm-hmm. it's normal. 34 year olds are out here. Merkin 25 years. And I'm pretty sure that's been happening. Like, I'm pretty sure the dude that rocked, the guy that shot PNB looks like he's significantly older than PNB. He was. It's just wild. This had these old niggas out here just hunting us down. Not us. Yeah. I'm not 25 no more. But when me and you was 25 out here on the block playing basketball, drinking a lot of water like gangsters do, it was just hard. <laughs> <laughs> that was stupid. Hard, bro. Hooping drinking water, water basketball. Like, like, hard, it's hard. hard being in Cancun at 25, just trying to get my life together. It's hard. Gotta think here. about it, like. <laughs> but that's what I want to ask you, though. Yeah. I'm going to ask you this because you know, sometimes the government just be giving us these things. Mm-hmm. 
we got a UNA worker, we got a UNA worker strike right strike right now. Interest rates are super high. In case some of you guys haven't noticed, things are getting really expensive. Trader Joe's ain't carrying blueberries no more. Somebody told me it's because they're out of season. I think it's because it's a blueberry conspiracy to try to get me to eat more apples, and I don't like eating apples. There's some like it's a lot of stuff going on right now. Dale, they gave us aliens mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. Now they're giving us Tupac's murderer, Dale. Is this a distraction about those on? I don't know, man. I it, I mean, it definitely, it definitely can. I can see where you're going with it. I don't know if it's a distraction. I I think I think dude just told on himself too much, to a point. And if they are giving it to us, it's evidence back too much for us to go look at and pull up interviews. I mean, if you could probably look up on online right now, it would be like Dwayne Keefe Davis interviews. And I'm pretty sure he's just probably in there like, yeah, you know, like when they, I mean, we, we, I mean, they, they killed Tupac. Yeah. Like, like the passenger, like it was crazy how, like when he pulled the gun out and then he like shot him. I mean, I didn't see it, but I'm just thinking about it. Like how I would have did it or when I did it, like, like, you know, probably just self snitching. So I'm not, I'm not going to be too sold. I think that if anything that they're doing, it actually looks bad on them. Cause it took you this long. This nigga been snitching. This whole time, so it took you twenty seven years just to be trying to catch him up already on himself snitching on himself. So it it just goes to show that it's like, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. It's not a good eye. It's not a good look. At least make yourself look good. Not a good look. It, at least make yourself look good. Like if you're gonna come out and try to like distract us, like because then you got us thinking like, well, this was your distraction. Like so, we just go show y'all could have solved this shit anytime. Because that's really what a lot of people are thinking. Like, right. bro, like this is the dude. Like we every the streets already knew this. The streets been tamed. This is who it is. This is who it is. So y'all, y'all even knew like, like it just doesn't make sense that he jumped. Like if y'all, if they if they saw the murder right now, they'll be able to go on the CCTV. Like, okay, this is Tupac jumping, jumping Orlando. All right, we see Tupac walk out. He went to his hotel. Like they tell you in the film, damn near in the film, all eyes on me. They damn near tell you, look, see, look, and then the niggas rolled up, and then they said. Yeah, this for doing this like that, cuz pop, pop, pop. Like it's just so much shit. I wonder, I wonder if there's I wonder if there's a top secret rap coalition that got together and said, hey man, y'all solve Nipsey hustle murder, y'all solve PNB murder. Nipsey shit solve, was easy. Y'all solve, I'm just saying, y'all solve all these murders. What's up with Pac though? Like if y'all solve Pac murder, maybe people maybe people will stop killing rappers because they think they can get away with it. And it's like for real, yeah. If y'all solve Pac, Pac's murder. That would be like the infinity stone of solving murders. And I was like, all right, baby, you know what? What if it's this? Um, to go with your conspiracy theory, this is if I was to think about a conspiracy, it's Vegas. I wouldn't even say it's the government. It's Vegas. Vegas was like, you know what? We're trying to build over here right now. We got casinos coming. We got sports teams coming. We can't have people still afraid to come to Vegas because of something that happened 27 years ago. So if we tell the people that we saw Pac's murder, then that's going to bring them all to want to come and have some type of safety when they come to Vegas. We're going to bring more consumers back by showing them that we saw Pac's murder. You know what? Great idea. That's brilliant. Because here's the thing. Also this, not even necessarily... We can roll with the conspiracy theory. However, also, bro, just for marketing purposes, right? Because mm-hmm. you go to Vegas, they got the... I haven't been there yet. I've always been meaning to go. 
they got the mob museum in vegas right mm -hmm. so you have all these things you have like murders unsolved murders you got tax evasion all the stuff al capone all these things happening in vegas right i'm sorry al capone was in chicago but you get my point so eventually but as history goes on you eventually have like more history that you add on to history because if it's unsolved then the history gets boring Exactly. It gets, just gets boring. Even with our American history, it's like, oh my God, there were black slave owners? Like, yeah, there were niggas that had land that was basically given to them, and then they had people that worked for them, and you can consider them the slaves. Word. Oh my God, Columbus came over here and did Columbus came over here and killed everybody? He didn't just, he wasn't just partying with the Indians having a good time? No, those were Native Americans. They gave them blankets and just murked everybody. Oh my God, Native Americans owned slaves? Yes, they owned slaves. So as the history grows, you gotta have more information yeah. right and it's boring it's boring millennials i'm sorry it's boring but punk died in the box murder and i made a bunch of documentaries and videos i'm for the record i've not watched one of the movies not the biggie one not the tupac one not the series and it's I don't, I don't care it's old we gotta let it go but once you solve the murder now we got new history now mm -hmm. to your point Del Vegas, like we saw tupac's murder this is where tupac so even on the plaque where it's like tupac was murdered here and in 2023 it was found that he that keefe did da, 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 da. so your history grows your lore grows and to your point it's like we can't have an unsolved famous person murdered here we're trying to think of football team here we're gonna be yeah. a basketball team too once lebron retired we're gonna bring the we're gonna bring the las vegas Cavs here it's gonna be lit it's gonna you be already lit. gonna have the oakland a's exactly you got so and then if you go on youtube right now you type in key video on youtube everything on here 21 hours ago one day ago everyone on here is uploading their past key D interviews so that they can get the run on it so i mean yeah they will sit do right del vegas like hey we got to put together a coalition and get this solved because well, i don't like people coming down here taking pictures at the spot no more yeah. you can't do that no more you can't do it so that's a good point though it's a good yeah. point that's a good point. You got to improve your brand. You got to improve your marketing. So shout out to Vegas for solving this murder to increase their brand strength. <laughs> shout out Vegas. Shout out Vegas. Back. Shout out Vegas, man. And I don't, and I don't I don't know about the A's, bro. Uh, yeah. I don't know because the Oakland A's they got the land, but they still want Vegas to give them four hundred million, mm -hmm. and Vegas hasn't given them the four hundred million dollars yet. So. Yeah. It's it's kind of it's that's kinda, how you earn it. That's how you earn it by solving Pox murder. You think you, I, for all for all I for all I know, Vegas would be like, nah, bro, like we saw Pox murder. Yeah, so, he was Oakland. So now now like you really now we now we gonna give you two hundred million. Like y'all ain't yeah. help us solve it. Y'all ain't exactly. help us solve nothing. We more valuable now. So yeah. who knows? We gonna see what we gonna see what's gonna happen with it. I want to ask you this: mm -hmm. What's the next? What what's the next top secret conspiracy that we fitting to solve? global warming how oh wait you said it's a conspiracy i'm saying it is i'm saying it could be no i'm not saying it's a conspiracy i'm saying that it's going to come out that it's not but but people are wait going, that it, wait that <laughs> global warming isn't a conspiracy yeah because people still think it is it is okay so exactly so we're going to solve that <laughs> no it is bro like climate change is the climate change is a hustle it's a whole hustle that's why okay. they got us using these straws they gonna be paying for bags because the earth getting hot? Nah, man. Nah, nah. That's just that's just a way to get more revenue and have me using weak that's ass straws. Because al alcoholics to be like, they were giving us bags. I like bottles. <laughs> <laughs> I like having a plastic bag, man. It's a, okay. Tell me, tell me how climate change works. Listen, 
I don't know all the details. I'm not a scientist. <laughs> you see? I didn't go to the schools of Gus, of, of, of Doctor Gus Roy, so you I don't. See, know. this is how they, this is how they get you. As Verbo would say, this is how the, this is as Verbo would say, in Township would say, this is how the white man tricks you into thinking that your melanated skin is causing the earth to be hotter. When in reality, your melanated skin is supposed to be cooling down the earth because we are naturally cool people from a tropical land where climate change doesn't exist, my brother. That's what Verbal and Township would say. So it sounds like some shit that they would say, and I would exactly as I was <laughs> doing with you. I was ready to doze off because it should just sound like a long explanated reason not to trust you with the shit you're talking about. Because that shit didn't sound nothing right. Like your melanated skin niggas be trying to use anything with never. <laughs> this is the thing about some people. Like, they be wanting to use anything with your black skin. Your black skin, your black skin is what's keeping the world. See, if we didn't win here, then the world wouldn't even exist. Like, no, brother, that's not correct. <laughs> you know what's wild about that? I've been watching these things on YouTube that's been exposing scammers, right? Mm. So I've just been watching how they expose they exposed Logan Paul had this scammer who's trying to sell all these these fake crypto yeah. coins. And this is dude called Coffee Zilla. He just exposed a bunch of scammers. But like there's Coffee also Zilla. this dude called Pocket Watcher. And Pocket Watcher, he JT Pocket Watcher, he exposes black scammers, mm-hmm. people that become in our, in our, into our community, like, hey, you got to invest through that look like you. You got to invest with that look like you so that we can move on as a people and collectively, bro. Um, the dude, Brother Polite, that dude got hammed up for scamming. Um, the man, uh, your man's, <laughs> your Not man's 19 keys. That oh, dude, 19 keys? Yeah, that oh, dude scamming. Uh, and oh boy, they got DJ Envy with the, with the NJ flip, that NJ flip, yeah. that Caesar dude. Yeah, so, bro. They, but but when they talk, it's like, yeah, bro, because your melanated skin, and when you get together with your people, you can invest. So just give me a hundred thousand now, <laughs> your money. Give me a hundred thousand, and then in seven months, in seven months, in seven months, I give you back seventeen percent tax free. Word, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just give a nigga a hundred thousand. Do said, do said, I knew something was fishy because when I gave him a hundred thousand dollars, he didn't count it. <laughs> Why are you giving a nigga hundred thousand dollars in cash? <laughs> so I don't know, man. Well, well, hopefully, hopefully, your black words don't include random melanated statements today. Oh man, no, it's never random. It's never random with me. But you know, these words come widely from a man who was widely known, and also a man who died far too far too young. Um. Wiley considered the god of the electric guitar. Jimi Hendrix innovated use of the instrument pushed the boundaries of not just the feedback in his music. His sound is the missing link between psych, rock, heavy metal, funk, and neo-soul. This quote was taken taken from the Associated Press archives in 1970, an interview in New York City. When Jimi Hendrix said, there's a whole lot of changes happening, but now it's time for these changes to connect. And what that means to me, just in the sense of what we've been talking about throughout these episodes is there is a lot of changes happening. There's a lot of different things that are coming, coming afloat. And we, and I think that now this is the proper time for you 
individually as you listen for you it doesn't even have the connections doesn't necessarily have to be society wise changes can be happening internally to you changes can be happening that you are seen from the societal aspect but you need to start making these connections happen in order for you to come out and and, and actually just be a better yourself so if I could take that and flip it into make it into something that will reach you today that's what I would say is just take whatever changes that you see coming and start connecting these changes to turn to to make a better you um you coming into a new year you know that's as the world would say, I mean, we're on the last quarter right now. And as the last quarter starts to go in, it's time for you to start to take whatever changes came up with this year, connect those changes to ensure that your next year follows and it blossoms and you come out a particular a particularly great person. I respect that. And there's this red car theory. If I asked how many red cars you saw today, you probably wouldn't know. But if I tell you to keep an eye on red cars on your way home, you may see 10. Mm -hmm. A lot of connections are happening. It's time for them to all come together. What that means is the opportunities that you're looking for, the opportunities that you're involved in, sorry, the opportunities that you desire, keep an eye for those opportunities. Because if you're not looking for or you're not open to what you feel like you desire, then you're going to miss them. Right. So. I talk about this a lot as far as writing down your goals, creating aims so that you can hit what you're looking for. But those are all those connections that are happening at the same time. If you can't recognize them, you're never going to connect. All those changes that you want to happen, if you don't recognize the opportunity for them to change, they're never going to connect. To bring this all together, starting with our union episode originally, starting with our going to our trade episode with Damian Lillard and talking about our Tupacalypse episode and talking about our Who Keeps It Real More episode a little bit earlier. Law number 13. Appeal to the self-interest of others, never to their mercy or gratitude. If you must ask for help, make sure your request includes a benefit for your ally that you can exaggerate beyond proportion. When your ally sees that there is something in it for them, they're more likely to respond with enthusiasm. Self-interest is the greatest motivator for people. Once you master the art of working on what others want and using it to further your own plans, there will be no limits on what you can accomplish. I mentioned this because when we hear a lot of the union arguments, I hear a lot about what the union wants, but not how some of that's going to benefit the company. When me and Del did the episode about who's keeping it more real, we talked about how these particular things benefited, let's say, Kenneth Petty's ego or LeVar Ball's ego, but we don't see the benefit for Alonzo Ball. When we talked about solving Tupac's murder, Vegas can appeal to the community of the planet and millennials saying, hey, we solved Tupac's murder. You guys want Tupac's murder saved? Solve. We're going to solve that shit for you today. Right. That's the benefit to the ally. And reality, the benefit to them is if we solve Tupac's murder and then make our city even more attractive, we can say we solved mm-hmm. the murder of a celebrity. And this is the place where Tupac died and all came full circle. So, law number 13 whenever you ask for help, appeal to the self interest of others, never to their mercy or gratitude. And this is one of the most important things I learned in college. I had a negotiation class once and we had to negotiate while we would do our syllabus for school. And what ended up happening was I learned about concessions because our teacher said, I can give you guys this, 
But if we do that, something will still oh, happen yeah. for this. And I'm like, oh, that's why people sit. And then later on in the class, someone was like, well, why do we have this test like this? Uh, well, we negotiated that. And the person mm-hmm. said, but I didn't. And I was like, damn, that's how people like well, this at the time. I'm like, damn, that's how A-Rod gets $300 million. And that's how the BART. That's how BART employees get this particular contract because some people just don't feel like negotiating. They don't want to sit in the room. They don't want to deal mm-hmm. with the concessions of a strike. And you sign off on a bad deal. Like, why did it, why the hell did I sign that? Why did I sign that? Because you was too tired. Because you didn't want to come to class for the first three weeks of the negotiation. So yep. just keep that in mind. Like whenever you want something from someone, whenever you desire something, whenever you want to work with an ally, think about how what you're asking for can benefit them and then it will go much further. Listen, you guys can be anywhere in the world right now, but you're here with us and we appreciate that. And as my cousin Bruce Lee would say, be water, my friend. Not your cousin. Stop. Anyway, man, you made it this far. So right now, make sure you like, subscribe, and of course, comment down below. And yeah, man, just know we here at the Dell and Ryan Report really, really, really fuck with you. Till next time, peace, love, and happiness.